Coming up, today's guest built a sports mindset coaching app. You'll discover how he used sports meme accounts to drive targeted low-cost downloads, what works better, Instagram stories or posts, and how he decided to bring value first within his app instead of focusing on building more and more features. All that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. AppRadar helps you accelerate your mobile growth through their simple ASO platform, and they set up optimized Apple search ads to help you scale up your user acquisition. Check them out at appradar.com. Look, app discovery is hard. That's why Wildfire is creating an ecosystem of apps whose users are incentivized to discover and share their favorite apps. Check out their free SDK at wildfire.software. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the podcast, the YouTube channel, the blog that you check out when you want action-packed content in the app business. I try to really surround myself with intelligent people who know a lot more than I do so that we can all learn from each other and help each other grow. And today, I got to know this guest for a very long time. I'm super excited to have him on. His name is Chris Noto. He is the founder at HeadSharp. You guys check out the app in the Google Play, iOS. It's called Head Sharp, and you can check out the website, headsharp.com. But if you're an athlete and you need to get into the right mental state, well, that's what Head Sharp is all about. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. Hey, Chris, let's start from the very beginning. Like, where'd you come up with this idea? I know a little bit about your coach, right? Uh, yeah, so um, pretty pretty interesting story. So a- as an athlete, I was, you know, locally successful and, um, you know, like, you know, did well in like cross country, wrestling, basketball growing up. And, uh, you know, towards the end of my high school career, I was, uh, coming up on a, uh, state, uh, qualifying, uh, meet in, in wrestling, which is, you know, the sport that I probably focused the most on. And, uh, it was getting to the playoff time where, you know, you, where the mental aspect of it's probably more important than the physical and the technical. And I competed not to lose, uh, against an athlete I had beat already. And I ended up losing, like three one when I beat him eleven three. So he got his three points, but where was my eleven? So I competed not to lose. But to make a long story short, I immediately noticed, like right then and there, that it was it was all mental. And I promised my dad I was pretty I was pretty heartbroken. It's it's tough defeat to take getting eliminated um, uh, from a state qualifier. And I promised my dad I'd make sure it never happened to my brother. So I uh, co coached my brother uh, with um, you know his 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 club coach, and then. I just kind of took that older brother mentality to the game that focused, just happened to naturally focus more on the mental aspects, which was more important to me. So me and this, this guy, Gene, we, we, we ended up co-coaching my brother who, who ended up becoming a two-time state champion, uh, wow. um, and a high school All-American and got a full scholarship. So he had the talent, but I mean, you know, the mental edge, uh, is, uh, is an advantage that I don't think a lot of athletes take advantage of. You know, so but- that's kind of how I fell into it. I love it. And you know, I want to change the format of the show a little bit and go straight into straight into like a strategy that is working for you today. And then we'll talk about some of the background stuff too. But for you, your social media athlete influencers, tell me about this strategy that's been working for you. 
Sure. So, you know, when it comes to an information product, um, you know, trust is really important. So I reached out to different athletes that are, you know, that are very influential, but also very likable. So I think I think that, that that was the secret, not only being influential, but very likable and having bringing them on as my ambassador for their sport. And, you know, we've worked out different different deals for them to, um, you know, get monetized. But, uh, you know, having them promote the product, I think, has really shown, you know, has improved downloads, but also um, giving that trust and credibility that um, that has helped. So I- Instagram, for the most part, has been one of our success, successful strategies with, with downloads. Um, I have another secret tip, too, with that. So. Uh, if you want to know, I could. Yes. A little slow secret fireball here. So I, I don't know what made me try this, but just reaching out to these because because our audience is, is, is student athletes. Right. So age is pretty much from like 10 to, to 18. And they, they follow these meme accounts like sports. Sports memes are, uh, you know, very popular. So you reach out to them and you're like, hey, hey, you know, um, you know, I got this app. It's sports. You know, sometimes I drop the influencer name. Most of the time I don't need to. I'm like, you guys mind, um, you know, giving us a shout out anywhere from free to 50 bucks. And, um, you know, boom, I get a few hundred downloads. That's like directly targeted market athletes um, that would definitely uh, save me a lot of money in terms of downloads. So um, over time, what I did was, you know, learning from you. I like, I was like, wow, this works. You know, like I, <laughs> it was almost successful than some of the pro athlete influencers. But what I did was I started like, um, I started scheduling it. So like I would contact different meme accounts like consecutive. So I try to have that like three or five consecutive days of like solid downloads. I'm like, Hey, wow. can we do it on Thursday? You know? So, um, I learned a little bit from you, but, uh, I, I also learned don't take advantage of it too much. Cause there'll be a couple kids on the comment feed, like, Oh, the meme account selling out, you know? So you mm. deal a little bit, deal a li- little bit with that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I kind of fell into that, but you know, social media has been, cause that's where kids are nowadays. Yeah. So I got it. I got to go, you know, Gary V, right. Where's their attention? It's, you know, it's on their phone it's uh Snapchat and then Instagram. So that's where I need to be. The, the app itself. Is there anything that I miss from explaining it to you? about the app that you want to make sure we cover? Uh, it's like very high level, you know, the, the, I think more and more people, probably even more so your audience, because they're in the app space, that the word mindfulness is, 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 is a trend. So, you know, our app is more than just a mindfulness app. And, and I know you didn't introduce it like that, but mindfulness is just one aspect of the mental game. That's what we call it visualization. So it's, it's about one-tenth of the app. You know, we focus on goal setting, different techniques, game planning, um, uh, you know, post-game assessments, pre-game more like, like, we, you know, I purposely designed it and this is our MVP. We're not, we're not even where we, where we want to be yet, which is good. And, um, you know, the app is designed the, the interface like a telephone that you would dial someone's phone number because kids are used to pressing buttons. So I did that on purpose. So nothing is really prohibits them from going to say techniques for nerves or techniques for confidence. Like, and I think that is like huge user uh, friendliness advantage that I have over a lot of the competitors that I've heard. You know, I've had some Olympic athletes that, that I've heard through the grapevine. They've kind of switched over from other products to my app be- because of that reason. It's just they get what athletes are busy. Boom. Get what I need. A quick two minute, five minute tip technique, motivational boost. And, um, you know, you're ready to go. That's awesome. I know for me, like I know the mental thing is 
so powerful. I had a, you know, I played Batman pretty competitively. I know it's kind of geeky yeah. no, awesome, <laughs> in high school, but the, one of the things that my, my partner, we were great together. Like I would play basketball and he would see the difference between like a confident Steve versus like a non-confident Steve. So like yeah. if I'm playing with the beginners, like I would show off my skills and I'll just be confident and I'll just try to take over a little bit. But if I'm playing with like people that I feel like a little bit better than me, I might shy away and just stick to like rebounding or all some of the hustle plays. And he's like, Steve, just play like you do over there. Like, yeah. and, he, and I've always taken that away. Like, Hey, you got to be confident. Yeah. So that, that's probably one of the biggest selling points to the parents is like, you know, your, your athlete is, is their one person in practice and they're a different person on game day. Right. So a lot, cause the only difference really is the mental, right? It's yeah. the same time. It's the crowd gets involved. So we try to hit on those, those, um, you know, issues or, or hurdles is a better way to put it that athletes run into. And we basically our job is to give them techniques. You, know, you have everything inside of you, but People like, like guys like us, we didn't learn about this stuff till we were much older, right? So the fact that, like I said, I wish I had this when I was in high school. I think that's like huge, like that's my why, right? So I think getting this to kids at an age when they need it and it's explained, you know, simple and to the point, I think is what's helping me with the the, the value of um, what we've been able to bring to these kids and. And and now we're trying to get to the point of uh you know monetizing it. So you know we're we're at, we're at. I listened to your pod one of your podcasts about the stairs, and I think we're at that stage now. We're like okay, let's let's focus on the monetization, and then let's worry about you know additional features, you know scaling, growing, and you know what I mean. Like so that's yeah. kind of where we're at. But um, you know I I, uh, I you know I get a lot of. Let me tell you something, Steve. Probably the most. I guess, I don't know if humbling is the right word, but, you know, gratitude I get when a kid you don't know DMs you on Instagram is like, thank you so much. This app helped me. I was nervous or, you know, I, I, I had to step up from eighth grade to varsity. Like when so someone you don't know just gives you like unsolicited feedback and you get to read it and talk to that person, it's like, it's like, wow, you know, so, you know, we're doing good things and, um, you know, we want to continue to, uh, to help athletes, but at the same time, you know, I, I think we're, uh, we're ready to monetize um, you know, for future for future athletes. That's I think awesome. the values. The, I know the values there. Congrats! I mean, I think to get it to a scale, you got a great following on Instagram, over nineteen thousand followers. It's continually growing. One thing I want to go back to, Chris, is you're talking about these meme accounts. When you're working with them, it's just like it's just hand in hand, hand to hand combat, right? Like just messaging them through DMs. Are you yeah. paying for the IG stories or what else? What are you paying for? Oh, so, so, so what I've learned, a good question. So what I've learned is posts do much better with the kids than the IG stories. I mean, so I do a lot of my IG stories, but those are like your hardcore followers, right? So that, you know, I, I don't have 19,000 people viewing my stories, right? It's like, it's like one, one tenth of that, if you know, one twentieth that if you're, you're, you're lucky, you know, cause not everyone's viewing the story. So post is where the impressions are at. And I mean, I can check, you know, my impressions are, like I said, they're, they're five to 10 times more, um, on a post than they are on, um, a story. So I've, nice. I definitely pushed them away from that. Another tip, uh, that I could give you is, and as I learned too, I was like, Hey, can you put, can you say link in your bio and can you keep the link in your bio for, for 48 hours? Like that's kind of been like a deal breaker for me, especially if I'm going to pay, because right. I learned that it takes about that long. You'll get, say, say I'll get a few hundred, the first day, but I'll still get that trickle of, you know, a hundred or a couple hundred the next day, depending on how many downloads I get. 
Are you putting any type of tracking within that bio link? Is it like a Bitly link? What are you doing? So, so it's on their page. So it's on this. So I want them to download the app right from that meme accounts link bio. It's just, I give them a, I just give them a, a, a link to my, uh, link tree so yeah that that does have tracking i'm not sure if you've seen that link link tree i, I think i moved away from the bitly but I see. yeah so there has there has tracking there yeah okay cool that's awesome man i just wanted to know the when you're asking for that post do they do you kind of give them the the assets and what they need to post or are you kind of just like hey do whatever you want with well, it a little bit of both depending on their experience believe it or not there's actually kids that run meme accounts but if you get someone that's a little bit older um, like for example, the jujitsu community, they're like, Hey, I'd like to check. And that's not jujitsu, but they're like, Hey, I'd like to check your app out first to make sure it's something I believe in before I post about it. You know? So it's, a, there's a little bit of strategy involved. I just, I try to reach out to them first. I try to make them get them excited. You know, it, since, since my app is free or at the time it's free, they were probably a little bit more, you know, inclined to, to do it. Right. They're like, Hey, free download, free app. So like I said, too many people don't complain, but you get the occasional kid be like, oh man, the meme account's selling out. But it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely helped me get, like when I'm talking about a few hundred downloads, those are athletes that are going to use my app that, right. that, you know, like they're not people that are just going to download and then never, maybe never even, you know, create an account or something. These are kids that are looking, they, they don't know this exists. Yeah. So it, it's, it's been huge for me. No, that's so important because I had a client who got like 10,000 downloads and then, you know, they kind of just left afterwards because yeah. they did one they were working with a social media influencer she said she was going to do something on this other app so check it out and she had all her following do that but then they don't stick and so what's the point of yeah. it right like there's no real point so i'm sorry i might i might have missed it because my computer froze a little bit but you said do do you provide the post to them or oh, is it sorry. something that yeah, they it depends dep so so i will always i provide them a post but if but if they want to like there was a guy did a kung fu panda one it was great and then I, I I let people be creative if they need to me but sometimes I'll it's a picture of the phone but over time like they don't really over time they don't like that because they don't think it's gonna stick and it doesn't align with their their brand right right so I'm like hey man make a meme here's the the the, the kung fu panda one crushed it and then they make one similar to that I send them the copy. And I say, but you can tweak it for your audience. I mean, these guys know, or these 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 people know their audience, right? Because that's what they're doing all day. It's it's a form of copy, right? So I give them their creative space. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. Do do they keep it up, or is it kind of like, hey, you got to keep it up for forty eight hours, and they tend to take it down, right? Nah, they're they're good, and sometimes it'll stay longer. Oh, I cool. really haven't had any. I really haven't had any issues with that. I just I don't want to go to the well too many times, if right. that makes sense with those meme accounts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's totally. probably others like memes that maybe you can find is you're so good. You know, you, you kind of know the game that's similar to that, that people are following. Like, you know, like some of these dating accounts, they'll send like screenshots of um, text message conversations where people are always laughing. You know, there's different types of memes, but I, I focus on the sports ones, right? Yeah. But they've been, it's been working, it's been working, man. No, I love it. I love that idea. I mean, it's something that I got to start deploying too and thinking about this, <laughs> but it's like so much work, right? Like that's why people are like not doing this because it's so much work. You got to find the right meme account. You got to DM them. Some of the times they don't respond. And I do believe it, Chris. Like I've met a couple of kids who have these meme accounts. They have like millions of followers too. Yeah. And so they're like, Hey, yeah, I mean, this is the meme account. This is how I drive downloads for my apps. It's crazy. One of my students, he was the top uh, fastest 
or active accounts on Musical.ly. He doesn't, he's like, he's like, I was just, he's just a normal kid. He didn't have any, like just a normal kid that was just active on Musical.ly. I don't think he was just, I'd have to find out his tricks or tips. Maybe you can interview him one day. He's just a normal kid <laughs> that just was like, he's like, you got to be active all the time on your social media. So I kind of, I also have a group chat of, of kids that I ask and I ask them questions and run things by them because they're my audience, right? Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not 14 anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. Hey, one of the things that you do really well is you try to get feedback from your users. How do you do that? How do you gather the users so that you can try to like bring value, kind of learn what they value within HeadSharp? Sure. So, so we most recently sent out a survey on our Instagram stories and I mean, I probably could have done it on the post, but I don't want my competition like, you know, my competitor, a lot of my competitors scout me out. So I am careful of certain things I do. But um, I did I did uh, put something out on my stories and I said, hey, you know, we're doing a um, feedback survey of the app and, you know, like, like we'll give away a code for from, from sweet free swag or we'll do a, you know, we'll do, a, you know, um, a giveaway. I, I do give away. So I do giveaways all the time, not so much for downloads. But I do giveaways to keep them on the social media, you know, just keep them you know, loving the, uh, you know, the page. So over time, if there's a way we could figure out how to turn a giveaway into a downloads, I think that would be probably more huge for me. But it is extra work for the kids. But to answer your question, I do uh, I create a survey and I keep it very simple, like my app. It's like multiple choice. Like I don't want them like typing anything. And um, just like you would do a survey monkey, I do a survey and I get um I get the feedback I need from the kids, man. You got to talk to the kids, man. They're the one using the app. What kind of questions do you like to ask them? So, okay, let's I actually pulled this up. I have this up. So how did you hear about the HeadSharp app? So, you know, I know this was Instagram. So it was mostly it was mostly all Instagram, but I broke out Instagram versus the actual pro athlete influencers. So that was, you know, like uh, 84% of it. What's your favorite button to use? So I think game day was number one, but the three behind it were like all very close, which is good news for me. Uh, which area have you seen the most improvement? This was huge for us. So I said, which area have you seen the most improvement? More consistent, not afraid to lose, less nervous, or my confidence is up, or all the above. And 41, 41% answered all the above. So wow. that is huge for us. Um, which, what is the number one area that needs work? So I just be very specific. I hesitate in competition, which I knew that was going to be the answer. Getting over an injury, that was number two. You know, so confidence, nerves, those were lowered because I guess they've improved in those areas. And then I asked which feature would help you the most. Um, and I gave them examples. Uh, the number one was reminder when I haven't used the app in a few days. I thought that was great. And uh, choose the top two levels you would need the most. So like I kind of you know, new mental toughness challenges, which is huge because when we move towards monetization, I can, that's a, a new, right? It's new content I can provide. So it kind of justifies why they would be um, paying for a subscription. And then I asked them, how can we improve the game day button? There was a reason I did that. And to my somewhat surprise, they said I 41% said I like it the way it is. So, and then 38% said, add my favorite pros, pro tips or speech. So mm. if that was like 80% add my favorite pro, I like, I got to do that tomorrow. I don't have to do that tomorrow. Right. So that those are things I'm learning, but I want to do that soon. I love that, man. The, yeah. 
The the thing that I learned from this is a tip I learned from a client. We just did a survey too, and I wrote out the questions, and I was kind of trying to figure out like like you like how did you find out about the app? What is one thing that you want to improve? What's one mm-hmm. thing that you were really wanted to do? And the end, they added this. The last question said, "This is for quality assurance. Please select D." And then the, the you know the responses were like you know over a thousand. Blah, blah. And I was like, "What these? You know, it had nothing to do with anything. The question had nothing yeah. to do with the answers." But it said, "For quality assurance, please select D." And we were giving away you know ten dollars for feedback and all that stuff. Yeah. So I see why they did it. But I was like, "Oh, that's brilliant!" Because then you get people like really paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I definitely need to do more of that. I, I, I am lacking on the reviews. I, I you know, we have like well under a hundred reviews. I, I, I could do a better job in that regard. When a kid DMs me and is like, oh man, the app, app helps so much. I need to have copy and paste that's a, you know, after I talk to them like, hey, go give a go give review in the app yeah. store. So that that's something that um we definitely need to improve on, especially if we're gonna, you know, continue to scale and move towards you know monetization. Yeah, I like that. The other thing that I want to talk to you about too is knowing your history and you and I have worked together closely, but you told me about how you sort of hacked this app together. And I think so brilliant to just get your MVP going, get that positive response from your audience. And now you're like, okay, I think I got a great app here that now is ready to monetize. So how'd you hack it together? Sure. So, so before I had this app, I had a course that I put together and you know the course had a lot of limitations so i had to be very creative and innovative to like attach different like surveys and i I became familiar with different survey platforms so because i had to like make this course work and make it like more mobile friendly for what i was trying to do i exposed myself to just different you know teaching and survey and education platforms that were out there and i took you know some of those platforms and hacked them so they, they, yeah, I was basically like taking, you know, instead of taking like, you know, I was taking like, like, like one survey, it, I was able to turn it into a, a, a curriculum, right? And it's, and, and, and I just used the functionality of that survey by asking questions and being able to press buttons and multiple choice and use picture choice as a way for me to create an app without costing a lot of money. And I leveraged the other companies, I think they got like like millions in funding for their for their company as they were growing. So yeah. I knew that I knew that that company, like I knew that their platform has been tested. So so I have like no crashes or bugs. Like 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 it's really minimal. Like there are some limitations. Obviously, there are some limitations with this MVP app. But for now, I think it's fine because the if you're an athlete. And, and you're nervous or you need confidence, the features and all the bells and whistles there, you know, this is trying to solve a problem for you. So I don't get too many complaints about that, right? Cause it's mostly kids and I'm giving them something they need, but over time. And once we start charging, right. And you know, those features and we need to move to more of a custom app, but I think this is, this is able to keep the company afloat, to be honest with you. Um, because it's been a little less than two years and and I don't know. I don't know if we'd still be around. If I, I really don't know if we'd still. You know, it's really hard to say if we'd still be around if, if we didn't. Um, if we didn't have that innovation to uh, basically create an app for nothing. Yeah. You know, but you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know that going through it. Like, yeah, you could tell it's not a million dollar app. Where, you know, one of my competitors, I think they raised a, a few million. And I mean, and you know, their team is is is, is where it used to be because sometimes you run too fast. Because this is a tough space, right? Right. It's new. It's new. 
Right. So like without giving away too many details, like you kind of put things together from different platforms, online platforms and kind of put it all together. But from a technical standpoint within the app, like, are they just web views? Like what are they pulling it from? And did you work with a developer for that? Yeah, which I yeah I work yeah we worked with a developer for that whether it's a combination of connecting to his APIs or just like web URL links that you know Got are it. pretty seamless. Um, I really don't have we really don't have too many issues unless like you're in a complete dead zone where you have like no Wi like you have like no Wi Fi at all like your phone says no service. So I don't get too many complaints right now. You know like kids use this like when they get home they use it in the morning on the car ride to the competition. You know, they're on their phones all the time. So chances are our app isn't going to work. Instagram's not working either. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't get many complaints. And they're competing during, during those, you know, during the, those days where it's not – I don't really make it mandatory to use, to use the app, like, in between your competition. Like, because, like, coaches are probably yelling at their kids to put their phones away. So I, I kind of do a lot of before and, and after. So I love it. What are your monetization? What do you want to – what do you want to – like, I know sure. – do you want to talk sure. about how you're planning to monetize a little bit? Sure. So I think you know, we first came out with we have um, just to try to give people a, 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 a visual. When you, when you pull up the app, there's like 15 colorful buttons. They're you know like rows of different colors, and each button has levels within them. So I just kind of want to keep it kind of clear: buttons and levels. The buttons are like confidence, nerves, all the stuff we've been talking about. So we had like five for free, and then ten. You know, you can unlock one button for like whatever it was, two nine nine three nine nine, or unlock all for you know kind of a no brainer price. But I, I felt that it really wasn't. We really needed to get. We really need to get people using the app, getting testimonials, and getting you know momentum, getting feedback, and just starting to scale. And so I just made the whole thing free. Um, you know, maybe about a year ago, and then that kind of created a lot more momentum where more people are using it and things take time. So now I think we're at a point where, you know, the sports psychology, sports psychology industry is very expensive. So I'm looking to disrupt that, or I'm one of the few people that's looking to disrupt that and say, look, you you could pay $300 for a course, you know, or you can pay, you know, some of the competitors are like 10 bucks a month. I personally want to be like five bucks a month. You know, um, I want it to be affordable. And what I'm thinking about now, the challenge for me is kids want, are used to having everything for free, right? Especially apps and, you know, blending the value to when they get to a point where it says, okay, Hey, if you want to keep going, you know, um, you got, you know, your, your parents, you know, you, you can go to subscription, like say five bucks a month or like, I don't know, 30 bucks a year. I'm still trying to play with that. Um, I know you talked to me about maybe only putting one option, but when I talk to parents, they like having, they like, they like having options because they might just want to buy for the season and be done with it, or there might be only a month left in the season, right? So, say, you know, say your son and coming up on the playoffs like I did, you're, you know, you might not, you might not trust the app yet. You might not know what it's about, or your son just might need it just for this, this, you know, this next, this next month of the playoffs. So, you're like, hey, we'll just, you know, we'll, uh, we'll do it for a month, see if it helps us, you know, out, and maybe we'll, we'll, we'll pick up for a yearly option in the off season or next season. So, um, I, I think parents sometimes they don't get, they don't want to get locked down and, yep. um, because their kids play multiple sports. So that's what I'm leaning towards is kind of keeping a yearly and a monthly. Um, but also finding that sweet spot where you've provided enough value to the user where then, you know, 
they say, okay, this is worth my time and money or I'm ready to upgrade. So I think our plan right now is to keep about, I think six, about five or six buttons for free. And I'd equivalent that to 20 levels. So that gives me more than enough marketing power to say, Hey, five, you know, five free championship, you know, buttons, 20 levels, you know, free download. I, I do want to stay away from the seven day free trial. I know that helps a lot of people and you can coach me otherwise because I don't want it. Your kids got to check with their parents, right? I don't, you got to be careful where they just hit, oh, I'm getting this thing for free. And then they're starting to get charged. So mm. I, I want to be, you know, it, it's going to be a balance for me, right, of what works and, and keeping in mind that, you know, the parents are the ones paying for this and make all those decisions. Well, I know here's what happens with my kids, Chris. Like he'll say, hey, daddy, can I buy this and then mm -hmm. we have the the parent thing signed up on his phone so that when he tries to make a purchase because okay. he's he's gone made a purchase before when i'm like what the <laughs> heck is this right like and so i put yeah. that trap in there where i have to approve it so the the in-app purchase or whatever it is comes to my phone i hit approve and then it goes on his phone oh, cool. so it's a lot yeah, easier I'm, these days i'm a little inexperienced on that and that's kind of one of the reasons why i wanted to reconnect but um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm open to trying different things. And you know, one thing I learned from you is, you know, you got to test. So I'm, I'm open to your suggestions. You know, we start we start with a monthly and a yearly. Do we do a do we do a trial? Because I could see that benefiting a lot of people. But I don't, you know, I don't want to be in a position where, you know, the parent the parents are the ones that that got to pay for it, so they need to know. Yeah, you know, absolutely, man. I love it. Well, yeah, it's really simple. It's awesome. It's going to help you if you're an athlete. And I think, Chris, you can, it doesn't have, does it always have to be student athletes or can it be like 39 year old dudes trying to play pickleball now? No, no, it's a, it's a good question. So, so when we brought on our jujitsu influencer, yeah. uh, I had no, when I created this, I had no intention of creating this for adults. I just didn't, just didn't have any intention to do it. And because of that jujitsu influencer, a lot of adult jujitsu, you know, grapplers, downloaded the app and I get the same feedback. I had to make some changes where there's some tracks that say like, go here if you're an adult, go here if you're a student, but I get the same feedback. I get the same, you know, value and, um, you know, it, it, their success traits, their success tips, their success habits. So I think, um, you know, like one third of our, our users are, um, you know, our, our adults. That's awesome, man. Congrats yeah, on that. But I do want to blow out. I want to expand. I mean, there's like 12 million <laughs> student <laughs> athletes. I mean, you know, there's only, you know, that's, that's where I want to be. That's you know, awesome, so. man. That's awesome. Hey, is there anything that I miss that you want to make sure we cover? No, I mean, use your feedback on the monetization. I think, you know, is, I think it's, it's yeah, let's great. talk about, let's talk yeah. about that offline. All right, Chris. Yeah. Well, before we hit the big finish, I do want to thank my sponsor appradar.com. Look guys, they have a free plan that's going to blow out any other ASO tools paid plan. And what it allows you to do is track up to two apps and up to 200 keywords. And here's the kicker. What I always say and how we've been able to really, we got a new plan, Chris, like we're going to guarantee that your apps will grow in downloads with our ASO. And the reason why I'm able to guarantee that is the keyword research. And within AppRadar, they have a tool that allows you to do keyword research, kind of find new tools. So you don't have, for me, I jumped to like three or four different tools to find the right keywords, but they can do that. You can do that within AppRadar. And unlike the other tools, they're going to give you the data for up to 200 keywords. So you can see if an app, if a keyword has traffic, you can see if a keyword, how difficult 
it is. And what you want to find, especially if you're in the early days of your app journey, is that you want to find keywords that have really decent traffic, but low competition and really try to optimize for those keywords. They're throwing it out. They're like, hey, we're going to just blow everybody out of the water when it comes to ASO tools. We want to be the ASO tool that people turn to. And we're going to get, we're going to make our free plan so stinking good that you don't need any of the paid plans anymore. So go check it out. It's appradar.com. They got a free plan. And here's what I've been telling the audience. If you sign up because you heard it here, go chat with them. Say, hey, heard you guys on the podcast. Go chat with them. They got a little online chat that you can just let them know that you found out about AppRadar through the podcast. Give me a little bit of love. Look, doesn't change anything. I just want the kudos, the credit. All right, once again, it is AppRadar.com. Chris, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go to the big finish. Besides Head Sharp, give us one app we definitely have to check out. All right, I'm going to throw a little curveball here. So I'm going to give you a feature in a very common app that probably isn't used to its most advantage. So my favorite feature in, in, the, in an app is the uh, stories feature within Instagram it has it ha- the design capabilities is amazing. So like like when I'm answering a question or taking a sc- screenshot to post to a story, to be able to like use like put text and overlay text and like I created um, phone wallpapers. Low, but I have we have a professional designer, but you know obviously I gotta you know save budget sometimes. We use him for the app and a lot of marketing tools. I created phone wallpapers, you know, just using the Instagram stories app and, and, and watermark to put my logo on there and kids are going crazy for free wallpapers. So make sure, make sure you check a wallpaper out and download, download one for your, for your, for your son. That's really cool, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I like those wallpapers. I had the, I had a Gary Vee one for the longest time. Yeah. I did that all like 99% of it, except the watermark. I did it. I did it using the Instagram stories, um, you know, design, uh, you know, text and design features. Okay. I'm going to check out all your wallpapers <laughs> now, dude. <laughs> Yeah, let me know what you think. All right. Well, give us one lesson that took you the longest to learn. Um, so the definitely the the organic growth and nature it would take for people to trust your product because it's an information product. It definitely you know, took me a lot longer to understand. Like a parent doesn't know who I am, doesn't know who Headsharp is, you know, doesn't really necessarily know about the mental game, and it's going to take them time before they trust your your product to give to their kids. So referrals are important, you know, uh, influence are important, testimonials are important, reviews are important. So it took me a while to understand that. Man, I'm loving your wallpapers. They look beautiful. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Not yeah. For, I, I'm, a, I'm like a low-budget hacker, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scoring machine, 100% yeah. all in. Yeah. This is really cool, Chris. Not well, bad, right? It's amazing. Not bad at all. I love this tip. well the app the website is called head sharp search for it on your google play or ios if you're an athlete a pickleball athlete inspiring pickleball champion like me it is head sharp and go check out headsharp.com if you got any questions or maybe you're like chris you know, I didn't provide you, you didn't do any details about how you hacked the app together maybe he'll tell you in private but chris is there anywhere else you want to send the audience uh, definitely our Instagram. If you have any student athletes or, you know, anyone that plays sports that's ages 10 and up, definitely direct them to our Instagram. You know, we're really trying to grow that audience and, uh, awesome. we want to hear from the kids. We don't, kids are so, you know, everyone tells kids all the time what the, the, to do. No one asks them and we're trying to maybe change the game a little bit from that. I love that, that mission, man. I love that. So it is head sharp on the IGs as yep. well. If you got anything yep. out of the, out of this. Find a way to thank the guests like I'm about to do now. Chris, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. You're the man, Steve. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you 
at the next chat. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.